0: Final segment of the show, Mitch, here on Cougar Sports Saturday. You caught up with Kameel Fennell. Maybe quickly before we give our score predictions for tonight's game against BYU and TCU. Pre-game, 6 p.m. Tip at 7. Any any, just takeaways from this coaching staff as a whole this year? I feel like this group's done a great job, and, and Fennell's been a good part of it defensively. I think it was a great move by Mark Pope, as you heard in that interview.
1: It's kind of unexpected that they went to this, you're handling the defense, you're handling the offense. There's still a collaborative effort, but I think it was a smart move by Pope to say, you're going to be spearheading this defensive effort and to kind of have someone take ownership of that. We've seen before in football, the collaborative collaborative effort bit doesn't always work. Uh, And in basketball, you could say the same. So I just think that having that almost like you're, this is your thing, it's kind of elevated things for, for uh, BYU. And Fieger leads the offense. Nick Robinson handles the scheduling. Colin Terry's working with the bigs and everything else that needs to fill the gap. So it's a well-oiled machine with that BYU basketball staff. I mean, this group, they've been all together for for quite a few years now, except, you know, Fennell, this this is uh, his second year. But Robinson and Fieger have been there every step of the way since Mark Pope arrived, on campus, so I think they've done a really good job this year, and they were so meticulous and studied hours of the nuances of the Big 12. They were prepared, and I think credit to these guys for doing their homework on the styles, the personnel of this league. Nothing's caught them off guard, and I think that's why you see this BYU team at 8-7 and in the conference.
0: Yeah, that's a really good point. I love that interview we had, and you can go back and listen to it. You with, uh, maybe it was both of us actually, I can't remember, but Cody Fieger yes, when he talked about just, they were analyzing every, are we going to stay uh, the week when we go on a two-game road trip, do we come back, how we do, you know, and they've, they've, they've come back like they did against Kansas State, they've stayed, that didn't work out too well against Oklahoma, but this has been a really uh, well-prepared group, and, and you can see it in the way that they're Their game plans, how they adjust defenses mid game. It's been fantastic to see this coaching staff and this experienced group reach the heights that they have. And now we got to turn the page over to TCU and BYU. This is a big game. And I think the big question on everyone's minds, we've discussed it already today, is can this team avoid the letdown, the hangover? It's not a term that, you know, maybe you (laughs) would use a whole lot, but can you avoid a letdown? Against a TCU team, where look, TCU's good. They're, they're they're not gonna probably win the conference, but they can certainly come here and beat BYU in the Marriott Center. As we noted earlier this hour, you know they've got ten seniors on their roster, eight
1: in their rotation. Most road wins they've had in a single season since two thousand four, so they're not gonna be phased by playing in the Marriott Center. They've been in hostile environments and have won ball games. I mean, you know this was a team that. Got to the round of 32 last year. Jamie Dixon's done a great job with the TCU program. And think back to when he left Pitt for TCU. It feels like a lifetime ago. That would have been unthinkable to leave the ACC for some afterthought program in TCU and hoops. Because we we got a front row to TCU for years in the Mountain West. And to a lesser degree in that 16-team whack back in the day, they had some good teams in in the whack era with, like, Lee Naylin and whatnot. But – uh, TC basketball was an afterthought. They were not good, and they have really r- risen uh, to a high level with this program, and it's good. They- they- they're they going to have good personnel. They're not as good defensively as they've been in years past. I think
0: this is going to be a high-scoring game, Matt. What about you? I think it's going to be a maybe – yeah, I think it's going to be in the 80s. I-, I like BYU to win this one. I think – I've said this before, and I'll say it again. I think that the Marriott Center, it's a a sellout. Hopefully the weather cooperates and doesn't make it a super slow arriving crowd. You know, there's been some predictions out there that there could be, you know, up to eight inches of snow on the road. Let's knock on wood. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But this Marriott Center home crowd has been elite this year. It has been up there with everyone in the Big 12, Mitch. I've been – we're at all the games. I've been so impressed And we've heard opposing coaches say, this crowd gave BYU a lift. and I felt that as well. I'm sure you have. I think that's going to be the case again today. On the road, maybe I don't know if they can repeat that performance two times in a row. But at home, i like BYU to win this one uh, 81-72.
1: I I like that pick. I think, you know, BYU is going to have maybe a little bit of a lapse defensively because these two teams, they lead the league in three-point field goals in Big 12 play. I'm going to say BYU comes away with the win, though, and I think it's going to be high-scoring like I noted. I'm going to go BYU 91, TCU 88. I think the Cougars win a high-scoring affair. It's going to be close. It might go a full 40 minutes, but I think BYU comes out on top and gets a critical win as they move one step closer to March Madness. crazy to think we're only a few weeks away till Big 12 Tournament, March Madness, it's almost here. This is March. This has been Cougar Sports Saturday. We appreciate all of you for listening to the program. Make sure to tune in tonight. Pre game starts at 6, tip off at 7, BYU and TCU, right here on your legacy home of the Cougars, KSL News Radio.